Time for the rural news with Sally Murphy. Though now in Ōtautahi, kia ora, Sally and winemakers are excited about the return of international visitors this summer. Kia ora Mani. Yes, wineries around the country operate cellar doors to offer tastings and sell wine, but for the last two years many have been quiet due to the border closure. Some even had to close down. Owner of Black Estate Winery in North Canterbury, Penny Nash, says since the border reopened, the flow of international tourists coming through the vineyard cellar door has been increasing, and she's expecting it to get even busier. I mean, it's always hard to know, uh, but we've, from what we've seen over spring already, it has been surprising how many tourists, mainly couples, who have, have been travelling through the country and it's been lovely having people from all around the world already coming through and um, taking their time, sort of slow, slow travellers. So if that's already happening in spring, based on what used to happen before the pandemic, we're guessing we're going to have a pretty busy summer, which is great. New Zealand Wine Growers Chief Executive Philip Gregan says New Zealand is well known for its great wine, so some tourists base their trips around the wineries they want to visit. There is a lot of excitement out there amongst our wineries with cellar doors who focus on domestic and international tourism that we're finally going to see a significant lift in the number of international tourists coming into New Zealand. It's been a fairly, fairly barren spell over the last two summers, so they're looking forward very positively to welcoming tourists back into our wine regions. Philip Gregan says there are about 700 wineries around the country. 300 of them only sell wine in the domestic market, so cellar doors are a big part of their business. To other news, farmers wanting to send cattle to slaughter could be waiting up to a month for free space at meat processing plants. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowe says another wave of COVID-19 means more processing staff are off sick. Prime cattle space does seem to be the hardest to get and now with Christmas bearing down on us, that two to three week wait to get cattle into the processes has now turned into four to five weeks or more in some cases. It does mean we're going to see a lot of cattle remain on farm into the new year, but fortunately most are seeing optimal feed or cattle feed levels, which just makes that scenario a lot more manageable. But unfortunately there's no escaping that prices are going to be lower through January. We're also seeing increasing numbers of bull and cow coming through, and in the coming weeks we'll see a lot of dairy farmers start to offload their bulls, so that bull space is expected to tighten further as well. Mel Crowe says heading into Christmas, meat works are reducing capacity or closing entirely, which will extend those backlogs even further. The dairy sector says labour shortages are easing, but many farms are still operating with vacancies. The COVID border closure saw migrant workers who normally travel here to work during the sector's busy periods locked out. But Dairy NZ Chief Executive Tim Mackle says the labour situation is getting better. We're starting to see improvements. There are some, you know, fewer jobs advertised compared to this time last year, which, you know, is possibly a result of, of employers focusing harder on improved workplace conditions, you know, and retention. But also the borders have been reopening. We know, you know, a number of, of people have been brought in in the last couple of months, uh, last few months, really. And, and that's positive. But it will take some time for, you know, the effects of that to be felt, I guess, scaled up across the country. However, Mr Mackle says the dairy sector is still short-staffed. We think roughly a third of farms are still seeking to fill vacancies and and we think it still is around that 4,000 workers nationwide. And so, look, you know, we do remain concerned about that. It's 
potentially impacting job satisfaction of, of those who are on farms, not just the owners, you know, and the share milkers, but actually other workers too, uh, well-being and also business performance uh, across a range of areas. So it's a really key issue and we've got to keep working hard on it. That's Tim Mackle from Dairy NZ. Niwa is asking for feedback on a new tool that could forecast droughts well in advance and give farmers more time to prepare for them. The Crown Research Institute has worked with MPI on the website. Each has invested $100,000 into the project, and a trial version is now online for user feedback. Principal scientist Chris Brandolino says the drought forecasting dashboard uses innovative climate modelling and other data-driven techniques to make its predictions. What it does basically, it's it's a combination of traditional weather modeling going out, you know, five weeks, but then we're marrying that with machine learning, data science, and so it's this marriage of physical sciences and data sciences to basically create a product that otherwise wouldn't be possible because of of the techniques of of machine learning. So it's a, it's it's really the byproduct of something special. We think it is anyway, but we're keen to get feedback. Chris Brandolino says they're keen to get feedback from anyone in the rural sector giving the tool, which is on Niwa's website, a go. There is a tab on the top right you'll see that has, you know, it says something like contact and more information. And um, if people have, you know, if they have, um, you know, has FAQs and it talks more about how the model has been produced and what, you know, kind of under the hood stuff, a bit more technical. But then there's a place for people to leave some feedback about about the product. It is a trial at the moment. This is only this is kind of a beta test. It's the first iteration. This will evolve, but we're kind of starting from here and, and using this as a starting point. And hopefully, the feedback we get will kind of help us, I guess, refine what it is and how we present the information, and help us kind of make it better. The drought prediction tool will soon be tested by user groups and the final product is expected to be made available to the public next summer. And just lastly, the country's first rural telethon, which is happening today, has so far collected enough food for 300,000 meals. The Meet the Need charity, which collects meat from farmers for food banks, is today trying to get enough donations for a million meals. The telethon, which is being live-streamed on social media, started at 6 o'clock this morning and goes through until 7.30 tonight. Organiser Wayne Langford says anyone could, can donate food or money to the cause through the Meet the Need website. And that's the rural news for today. Koe rā te porongo o te taiwhenua. Kia ora, Sally.